Welcome back to the Young and Dundas podcast, a podcast for the TRSM MBA program. I'm your host, Hollis Anderson. One, two, three, four. This week on YND, I'm joined by a recent MBA grad, Abhishek Sina, and we are talking all about this wonderful city, Toronto. Hey everyone, welcome back to YND. You know, this podcast is named after the major intersection that is at the center of TMU's campus, Young and Dundas. And we're really lucky to have our campus where it is because, in my opinion, I think Young and Dundas is kind of the heart of the city. I'm born and raised in Toronto. I grew up in Leaside. And I remember coming down to Young and Dundas as a kid. And there was such energy. It was so exciting. You get all sorts of people down here. There's great shopping. There's so much to do. Like in the winter, I love coming down um, to the Eaton Center and then going skating at Nathan Phillips Square. And just like Young and Dundas has this energy here. You know what I mean? But it's more than just Young and Dundas. Toronto has an energy. Toronto has all sorts of people, all different kinds of restaurants, things to do. It's a really exciting city. And I'm really, I'm really proud to be from Toronto. You know, Toronto's a city of neighborhoods. I, I like I said, I grew up in Leaside. Um, I spend a lot of time now at the Young and Dundas area. I now live in Witchwood. There's just so much to explore. There's so many neighborhoods that I love. And so as a local, I really wanted to, you know, do a podcast where we talk about what makes the city so special. I know there's so many of you who are listening right now who are at TRSRM who have come from away whether you are from you know outside of the city just like 20 minutes down the 401 or maybe you are someone who has come you know maybe 20 hours away you're from somewhere else in the world I really wanted to welcome you into this city I know my experience growing up in Toronto makes me feel like Toronto is home but I really hope a lot of you at the end of this year also think that Toronto is home so in order to help me introduce this dynamic city, I asked my good friend Abhishek to hop on the mic and join me. Abhishek's going to explain his story in a minute, but I'm going to start with saying this. I was having a really particularly hard spring and summer personally, and Abhishek really stepped up for me. He is one of the kindest, biggest hearted, and just so considerate. He is just a wonderful integral part of our community and we are so lucky to have him and it shocks me that he's only been in Toronto for the last 10 months because I cannot imagine the city without him already. We had over an hour long conversation on Thursday night all about Toronto. We're both chatters and I really love Toronto. Like I love Toronto so much I believe one year we're gonna get past round one game seven. If you know you know. Um, so I did my best to edit this down to under an hour but it's still gonna be a long conversation. So without further ado Let's get into a conversation and welcome everybody to this wonderful city of Toronto. Hey, buddy, how's it going? All good, all good. What about you? I'm busy? good. Yeah, really busy. I was just at the Elevate Festival for the last two days. Right, it was good. Right. How about you? Where are you working these days? I'm working with a Toronto-based startup called Glow3D. So great thing about Canada is that they have something called as the MyTex program, okay, which offers business strategy internships. So it's basically a platform to collaborate small-time startups who cannot hire their own employees. They don't have enough funds and universities. So it's like a two-way street. The startups That's so work cool. with MyTex university and I get paid by the university and I get to gather the work experience. And I guess as an international student, it's a very great thing because you get that Canadian experience through this opportunity. 
Well, actually, that's a great place for us to like transition into this conversation because I asked you to come on the pod and talk yeah. about being an international student. Right. So why don't we back up from the beginning? We right. always start the podcast by asking people, where are you from? So what's home for you? All right. Uh, okay. So home for me is the people I am with. So since my family is back in India in the city of Mumbai, uh, so I am from there. So that's home for me. But although I have met great people here, so I can call Toronto my home too now because it's been around 10 months that I have been here. But yeah, so my story is since my childhood times, I have always fancied myself as a performer, not like a dance performer or a comedian or a person who does the um uh, the live art forms, okay. but like a person who wants to be in the center, right? Who wants to like make people laugh, who wants to make sure that everybody in the room has a great time. You're an extrovert. Uh, yes, but like my, my friends from back in India, they wouldn't think that because back in school, I used to be big time introvert. I was really? so shy. I was so shy. I couldn't talk to people. Like if I met my school friends after school, I would just like run away I wouldn't want to talk to I anyone. can't imagine that you are like a human right. golden retriever in my opinion like you are just like so friendly to everybody you meet uh, so being shy is just like not what I can picture you as oh uh, yeah because like I, later in my life I thought because a lot of things my interests and my personality did not match I wanted to have a good time I wanted to talk to people but me being shy did not go hand in hand so through the years I worked through that um yeah so as like I was saying in my story Mm-hmm. As about 80%, I, I cannot guarantee the stats, but about 80% of Indians are engineers. And okay. that's, how, that's how you do it. So do you have an engineering background? You have an yeah, in- I, Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I always thought that I'm going to be a great programmer coder. I would work for Google and I will write great code for them. But first year into my job as a programmer, I realized, okay, this is not my thing. And that's when my passion to talk to people, like being, the, uh, talking to customers, talking to random people, not just customers, but like being that talkative person, but still did not have any idea what I want to do. But because you were curious, form- you're trying to find your path yeah. so that you had to kind of start asking questions. Yeah. And that's what I did. And through that, I became a senior project specialist where I used to manage customers and the projects. And that made me talk to people. And that's where uh, my interest and my uh, whole idea of being there, right there and talking to people, gaining more knowledge came into perspective. And that's when I decided maybe MBA would be a great idea for me. Okay. So you're in Mumbai, you're thinking about doing an MBA. How did you right. end up in Toronto at TMU? Okay. So as like uh, every, uh, every Indian student who would want to pursue something abroad, right? There are a bunch of countries that we select, either it's United States or Canada or United Kingdom. And I guess Ireland and a few more European countries that sure. are recently like producing a lot, create education systems. So yeah, so, but compared to all these countries, Canada had best immigration policies and like, it's like the most immigrant friendly, I, w- I can say that. So that's why it was easier choice for me to make. And it's, yeah, so that's, that's, that was my basic decision to why to come to Canada. Did you find it challenging? Like I've heard friends of mine who have been applying for permanent residency and whatnot over the course of the pandemic, they've had some problems with visas coming in. Was there any challenges oh, on your yeah, way in? Yeah, because- we did not know when we would get the visa, the student visa. I applied in May, the 1st of May. I remember that because that was the deadline. If, okay. I, if I hadn't applied by 1st of May, I wouldn't be able to start my program, which, which was starting from 2nd of May, 2021. Okay. So I applied that. I got my visa August. So the whole foundation course, luckily it was virtual. So I did it back in India. I used to wake up at around 4.30, a.m. in the morning. to attend. And those classes. classes are brutal enough without <laughs> having to wake up at like 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. You do accounting to that this That is time. commitment. That is like solid. I'm in it. 
Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. But luckily I got here on 7th of November and I got here right in the transition between fall and winter and i have spoken about this lot to a lot of people that in mumbai i keep joking all the time the the seasons that we have the weather that we have is summer and summer with rain and that's all no here we're going to have winter, the full four seasons <laughs> winter for me is like 24 degrees celsius and here winter 24 degrees means it's summer it's hot you're wearing shorts anything in winter yeah. if it's above zero you're wearing shorts yeah yeah that's you you see so many like uh, jokes and memes about how canadians like what winter is for canadians and like i i got to experience that firsthand here well i'm so excited okay so what i want to talk to you about is because yeah. we've just started the program we've got yeah. a lot of new friends in the program who are joining us and i kind of wanted to help and make people feel more at home and make toronto feel like home right. to them I'm right. a lifelong Toronto girl. I grew up yeah. here. I am born and raised Toronto. I spent a little bit of time when I was doing my undergrad in Halifax, so I left the province and then I moved to London, England. Right. And I remember my own experiences living in another country, feeling super homesick and just yeah. like there was this one time I was in London. It was the Olympics. It was the Sochi Olympics 2014 and Canada yeah. was in the gold medal game for hockey and all I wanted yeah. to do was be around other Canadians to watch this hockey game right, right. I couldn't find any and I just oh. went, I remember going back to my flat and just crying because I was so homesick for my country and I feel like this is quite common do you know what I mean mm. and especially like yeah. we're getting into a new school year you're still trying to figure out do I understand how to calculate all of these finances like do I know all of these things and then on top yeah. of that you're also you know it's culture there's a different adjustment and trying to feel like home yeah. so I thought between the two of us we might be able to help some folks out. Um, yeah. And so you have the fresh experience of coming yeah. in. I've got yeah. some knowledge of Toronto. And so what I wanted to do was I thought we'd go through some topics and figure out the best of Toronto and give our favorite sure. advice to everybody. Yeah. The first topic I wanted to ask you about is food. Everybody always has to start with food. So when you're looking for food in Toronto, let's start with things near campus. Where have you found good food around campus? All right. So around campus, there are these three joints where people keep going. But like, like this is how I would describe these three places. So there is one which is in the Dunner Square called Warehouse. But but I I might get a lot of heat on this. I'm gonna give you hate for that one. I think this is where I show that like I'm in my like early 30s, and I'm like, uh, uh-uh, absolutely not. Exactly no, because it's it's for undergrads. Warehouse. It's for it's for youngsters. It's for kids. And if you're in the MBA program, you are almost. But- it's also cheap, right? Like that's it's the key cheap. about it's it. So like as much as I'm sitting here being like, oh no, I would never set fit foot <laughs> in warehouse. It's also, yeah, it's, it's economical, right. right? And if you're trying yeah. to save money, warehouse is a great place to go. And as an international student, you would find ways to save money. So I guess warehouse is the place to be. Because <laughs> everything's $5 there, right? I, uh, it was $5 there when I was in my 20s and going to the warehouse. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm not currently. sure about $5, but like, yeah, you would find something in the range of eight to 10, I guess. Okay. Inflation, <laughs> right? This is how it's like changed over since I yeah. was going to warehouse, but that's a great op- option. Right. And then so that's yeah. just up on Young Street, maybe like two blocks away from school. Yeah. Across the street from like main Ryerson campus. If we're at right. Bay and Dundas, it's more yeah. like young and done desk properly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, so where next is a would great be, recommendation. What else? Where, where else? Next would be, which is like, I guess I I wouldn't get that much hate for this or heat for this. Is Jack Astor's. It's right there. You, you, I'm you laughing hate me for that. because I'm not going to give you hate for this, but because they've got great chicken fingers. Like I do love a Jack oh, yeah, Astor's yeah. chicken fingers and the yeah. garlic bread. Have you had the garlic bread? Oh, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, no, no, no. That is a mandatory. Go to oh, Jack Astor's okay. and get the garlic bread. I live for that garlic bread. Okay. I dream of that garlic bread. 
Right. This is a very funny thing that you're suggesting, Jack Astor's to me. Because for, that was the first place I went to when I got so here. Good, though. It's, it's right there. It's so good. My favorite yeah. part of it is I get to become like an inner, like my inner child's very happy. Again, this is a yeah. place that I've been going to forever right, because right. they put the craft paper down on your tables and they give you crayons and then you get to do arts and crafts while you wait for your food. Really? Yeah, it's the best. It makes me so happy. I'm always there playing um, tic-tac-toe with my friends like while we're waiting. Oh, for really? Food. So I'm going there next time with you. Yeah, we'll definitely go. We'll get the garlic <laughs> bread. We'll play tic-tac-toe. We'll have a great time. So that's Sounds located at 10 Dundas. Um, which is in the same building as the movie theater. And the, I think there's a milestones in that building as well. There's a little food court. And, yeah. and then, yeah, it's, it's attached to the path there. So that's, yeah. it's a good recommendation. Cineplex, yeah. You're never going to go wrong so, with Jack Astor's. Yeah, it's like the safest option. And if you have planned a movie, you can get, grab a bite there and then go for the movie or vice versa, something like that. Okay, what's your third one? Third is something which I have to give all credits to you because okay. that was the first time I went there because you in our um innovation technology management class you just like out of nowhere you came as like a wearing cape and like let's plan a social let's get out of the class and go because up until then we were all having virtual classes and we were all so eager to meet everyone in person so you said let's go for a social there let's meet up and that's joys it's a classic so it's after classic. class it's a great place to go because after 9 p.m they have happy hour prices and normally right. we get out of class around 9 yeah. 9 30 um yeah. so yeah it's excellent and why I start, I don't know if you remember why I said I wanted to start this tradition was it's but a tradition. Yeah, yeah. at my undergrad. Yeah. So we used to always go for a pint after class. I did a journalism mm. degree at the university of Kings college and health yeah. acts. And we had yeah. this thing called the ward room in yeah. our basement. So you just like walk down the stairs. Like our journalism <laughs> school was on the fourth floor. The like wardroom was in the basement and we would yeah. just be like, okay, class is over. And we'd all <laughs> down the stairs yeah. and yeah. then have a pint and our profs would sometimes come with us and we'd continue the conversation. And it was a great place for us all to say, like, what were your thoughts on this topic that was raised? Or have you, did you understand what she was saying about this? Or I'm really interested right. in this. Like, what were your thoughts? Or sometimes it's even just like, I'm, I'm just done for the day. And I just want to hang out because it's, it's right. really nice to have a cohort. It's nice to have friends. So I'm a yeah. big fan of the after Joey's drinks. If you're <laughs> in any class with me, I'll definitely put it in a group chat being like, Hey, let's all get a drink at Joey's after. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. are great recommendations. Yeah. Can I add a couple for our list? Sure, sure. Okay. Obviously, that's what that's what going to be my next question to you. Since you're like a Torontonian, that's how you see it. But like, yeah, Torontonian, yeah, Torontonian, yeah. <laughs> oh, quick, quick thing. It's not Toronto, right? You call it Toronto. Correct. That's key. Toronto. You drop the second T. It's All never right. Toronto. It's Toronto. And Toronto. you can tell if you're a local or not by the way you say Toronto. Right, right. Um, yeah. So okay, yeah. so here Go are ahead. my Toronto tips for restaurants around campus. One, if you're looking for food, the app Ritual is fantastic. And it doesn't matter if you're near TMU or you're near anywhere in the city. If you download Ritual. You go onto it, it tells you restaurants within like a five, 10 minute mm -hmm. walk from you. And the idea is that you can say, yep, I want to order this. You hit order. And then it says you can leave now or leave in five minutes or however long it takes you to get there. And your food will be ready for the moment you like when you walk and then it's ready for pickup immediately. But mm -hmm. one of the best things about it is like if we're in class, we can all order on ritual and then one person can go and pick up food and then they oh. can pick it up for everybody. And then there's no credit cards and there's no payment. Like everyone's already paid on the app. So mm -hmm. it's quite easy. And I find it really helpful to find restaurants around campus to be like, what do I want to eat right now? I can go on ritual and find something that's within a five minute walk. Oh, that's, so that's my like that's Toronto nice. tip for you. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. my actual favorite restaurant near campus is a place called Salad King. It's a Toronto institution oh. and it's Thai food. Every dish that they have can go from like no spice to like beyond spicy, spicy, spicy. And it is incredible. 
Okay, about the spicy thing, like right? that's that's that was the biggest surprise for me because coming from India, you already know like everybody like loves spice in their food, right? Uh-huh. So I got here. This is this jackasses, and I would want to give shout out to Isa, who's president of the MBSA 2021-22, because mm-hmm. he has always given me great recommendations. Whenever I have to go somewhere and he's not there, I would just text Isa. But now I'm going to text you too. So yeah, he. uh took me to jack ashes the first time and that's when i ordered fries i'm uh, sorry uh, chicken wings and i asked it them like i want the hot one and they were very very uh, like considerate and they said are you sure you want that it's going to be very hot i'm like yes i i want that they got it and it wasn't hot it wasn't hot we're canadian <laughs> but i think if you go to salad king you can definitely get spicy spicy like you okay. can really get the spicy if you want to It's really good Thai food. Okay, and then also oh. near campus, we have to talk about coffee because everybody needs coffee in their life. So I'm recommending Balzac's, which is at on Ryerson campus. That. It's like a Toronto chain. Yeah. Um, Jimmy's is also a Toronto chain for coffee. That's excellent. Highly recommend. And then of course we have Starbucks in our campus, and you should definitely download the app. It makes it so much easier for you to order drinks between like for the break. So right. those are my recommendations. And then of course there's the Eaton Center food court right below us, and it's actually connected to the school. So that's helpful. Right. Okay, what about restaurants off campus? Have you discovered anywhere good to eat not on campus? Oh man, ah, uh, I can't even think of things right now because the biggest challenge for me was I did not cook back in India. So here, main food thing was I did not know how to cook. I am shocked by that because if anybody <laughs> follows you on social media, you post the most amazing, incredible food content. You. You're always cooking. It looks so good. You never cooked before. What are you talking about? Uh, no, back in India, my mom used to cook. I used to live with my family, so my mom used to cook all the time. Sometimes I would just once in a blue moon. Enter the kitchen and just maybe help her chop some onions and something like that. That's about it. I did not know how to cook, but like I am very good at YouTube. I know how to check videos on YouTube, and that's how I learn cooking here. Google it is key. Okay, but what about yeah. um groceries? Like, if you're trying to make a dish for yourself that feels like home to you, are you being able to find your ingredients at local grocery stores, or have you oh, have yeah. found like specific spots that are good to go for food? Right, like so. The best grocery stores for budget friendly uh, like people is going to be Walmart, Freshco, No Frills, uh, I guess Metro and Ample. Like these are the five locations. Loblaws might be a little more expensive for people who are trying to cut on some expenses, but like yeah, this these places would have an Indian section or like an Asian sh- section where you might find almost everything. And also, there are multiple Indian stores around, so you can go there and get all your spices on and all your condiments there. We have an incredible little India. Have you been down that way? I have. Oh yeah, I have been to uh, like Gerard Street, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah, yeah. lots of different restaurants, lots of different yeah. things. So that's a great place to head out. But like to. when I when I visited Gerard Street for the first time, that did not feel like for a change. It did not feel like Canada because when I entered, that whole street felt like India because all the people there were either Indian or like from the like Pakistani, Bangladeshi, all the uh, southern Asian part. and the streets were like the food was the same and people i i could hear people talking in my the language that i understand like other than english obviously but it was it was fun it was a new experience for me yeah, gerard is easy to get to like it's yeah. just ever so slightly east of where school is so right. it's quite convenient to go over i love the fact that toronto i like i always feel like i can tour around the world in toronto like yeah you can go to greek town you can go to little india you can head to places like um korea town down on like bloor street there's just mm-hmm. like such good food whatever you're looking for i guarantee you can find it so right. the best way to find food in my opinion is going onto the website blog to 
Have you been to Blog.io? Oh, yeah. Blog Sometimes I'm not the regular. I have, I guess, like I have that app. They have a Blog.io app too. Okay. Which you can download from App Store. Yeah, yeah. I have that app, but I'm not that regular. But whenever, I, find, I guess, when it, you just go on yeah. the website, right? You can say like, I want the best burgers. And it will give you like a list of the top 10 burgers in the city. Oh. Or I want the best this. And it will give you top 10, top 10. It'll always right. tell you what's new in the city. I find that when I'm trying to figure out, yeah, what do I want for dinner tonight? I'm in this neighborhood. Blogtio is always like a good starting point. Sometimes I agree yeah. or disagree with their reviews, but right. I always find it helpful as a, it is kind of like the guide to Toronto in a lot of ways. It's quite yeah, intensive in the sense that they have yeah. every single, pretty much every restaurant going. So yeah, do you want my are, list of good restaurants in the city? I would love that. I am going to make a note of it. Right okay. Now, I have so a long that... list. I realized that yeah. I should probably, um, cut this down but okay so sugo for italian is that fun on dupont i'm a huge fan of drop burgers i think drop burgers are the best in the city yeah i like to go to albert's for jamaican but chubby's a lot of people love that down on king west mm -hmm. maker's pizza is my favorite pizza in the city really and then conspiracy is also pretty good but it's more uptown so makers is my okay. good one there's a place called black camel that has amazing sandwiches mm -hmm. pie is another good thai place Taroni, i'm always there with my girlfriends if you want something that's like Another Italian place that's really good is like Gusto 501. Mm -hmm. um, it's excellent. And then for if you're going out with someone who is vegan or vegetarian, I always like Planta or this restaurant called Fresh. They're fresh. really Oh, good. yeah. I have eaten at Fresh. Yeah, it's so good. And like, it's so good. Yeah. I'll eat pretty much anything. And I love all of the vegan food yeah. at Fresh. Like, it is, yeah. it's excellent. There's a place called Little Sister, which is Indonesian Dutch food. Everybody mm -hmm. loves going there. Sea Witch for fish and chips is really good. And you can basically just get lost in St. Lawrence market for food. Like there's just so much to get there. Um, Kensington right. is the same thing, like walking around through Kensington right, market. Right. There's a thousand different bakeries and fishmongers and cheese shops and like anything you really want. So I love going there. Yeah. And then I, my favorite food in the whole world is a chocolate chip cookie. I love a chocolate chip cookie. And so there's two places right. I go in the city for a chocolate chip cookie. One is called Craig's cookies and they've got a couple of different locations around. They're really, really good. And the other place is Lergermond. I think Lergermond has the best cookies in the city, but Craig's mm -hmm. is like a nice tight second. Like there's, right. you got to check out the chocolate chip cookies. So those are my spots. I, I'll go out anywhere. So if anybody wants to go for dinner, <laughs> we can start a dinner club. Like it'd be so good. Okay. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in. Okay. And then after going out for dinner, you've already mentioned Joey's is a great place to like go out, get a drink after class. You've done a lot of exploring in the city. I know. So where I are your favorite have. places to like go out like if you want to go for um like a drink later in the evening where are you going out to i guess king street that whole street has like great places and i was introduced to that places by you i guess you organized one more social right there okay, so i took you all down to mascot brewery mascot brewery mm. is one of my favorite places in the city we I sat on mascot the brewery. front patio but actually patio, the yeah. best is the back beer garden if you can get out to the back beer garden at mascot it's fantastic mm -hmm. there's like a two it's like there's a, a back patio and then there's also like a back rooftop patio mascot is incredible like great beer good food right at st andrew's station so nice and local for everybody i'm mm -hmm. a big fan and then along I, down king street there's so many good things i have a question for you like yeah, when ahead. i came here like i wanted to try what's authentic canadian food like what is that like that represent canada i was told that poutine is the food of canada correct Right. So, but like, I, I thought you were going to say Tim Hortons. That was what I thought you were going to say. I'd be like, what is the authentic uh, national dish of That's, our country? And I would have been like, an ice cap. What are you talking about? Timbits and <laughs> Timbits, an ice cap. Timbits, yeah. But like, yeah, uh, I, I, no, I heard a lot about excellent. poutine, but mm -hmm. I have never tried poutine in Toronto. I went to Montreal yet? once and I tried in Montreal and it was great. I don't know any places in Toronto that serves great poutine. 
definitely worth the trip to Montreal because this is a French Canadian dish. So if you can go to Quebec, that's like the better place to do it. But Mm. in Toronto, a lot of people like going to smokes. That's like only poutine there and they have all different kinds. I know we're listing off a whole bunch of places and everyone's probably going to be like, what is happening? I will create a full (laughs) list. We will send out a Google doc and make sure that everybody can get this whole list. We'll put it in our link tree. Yeah. Okay. So where else do you like to go? Oh, recently I visited Duff's Wings. Uh, yes. That? Okay. Wait. I, I love that. I love that. I am. Okay. So Duff's Wings is around the corner from my childhood home. That right. is childhood. It feels like home to me to have Duff's Wings. What flavor did you go for? I went for uh, spicy garlic and barbecue. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, hot honey garlic is like my all-time favorite, all right. but the spicy barbecue is also really good. And then you yeah. can go up the, sc- the the spice scale there quite easily. They start at yeah, mild and is... they go all the way to like Armageddon. Armageddon. I wanted to try that, but then I like, okay. Maybe I'm not, a huge fan of hot ones with Sean Evans. Have you seen that YouTube series? I haven't. What's okay, that? I'm going to send it to you later. Basically what happens okay. is Sean Evans interviews celebrities and every time he has 10 questions and the questions okay. get increasingly more intense, but they're eating 10 chicken wings at the same time on the chicken Whoa. wings are getting spicier Whoa. and spicier and spicier and me and my friends did a hot ones challenge and i tapped out mm. at around six like it gets super spicy and duffs can definitely <laughs> right. get hot so there's two locations in duffs there's one in leeside which is where i'm from and then there's one on college street which college is a great place to go out it, there's so many great bars you went to the college street one yeah. yeah they're both good okay yeah. um do you want my list for sure yeah, yeah. okay yeah so i definitely think you said that Joey's is like a good bar around campus. I would agree. I'm going to raise that. I, my favorite bar near campus is the Imperial. It's a family owned. Oh, okay, I miss that. It's been there forever. We often go as a pull program. We'll go over there for a drink. And it is, it feels again, like home. It's very comforting. The furniture is a little bit smashed. It's, there's lots of books around. There's a nice yeah. little patio. There's always something good whether you want food or like drink whatever like the imperial just is so you're talking about the imperial pub right yeah it's so relaxing yeah like, i love like going a, out there mba student association did their first in-person event there so it was it was a great night that was it's fun. good and they're just like the best people like the family that owns it are yeah. so lovely so we're always about supporting them and it's not that much farther of a walk from campus it's just on the other side of young street yeah. on dundas so i agree with you going out on king west is always fun ossington if you can go up and down the ossington strip that's a good place to be i'm hearing a lot of like a lot of my friends were starting to head out more towards leslieville and queen east there's a lot mm-hmm. of really wonderful bars down that way that's really fun the village is always a good time a lot of people yeah. love going down that way um bloor west is good and so here's my list of actual bars that i really like going to so if you want a cocktail i like going to civil liberties and northwood there's a place on King Street called Betty's that I really like. Sneaky D's at College and Bathurst is an institution in the city. You got to get the nachos okay. and like, it's excellent. Clinton's, if you want to have like a nice, like fun night out at Christie and Bloor. And there often is like a dance party in the back. I once went out with a whole bunch of Rotman kids to mm-hmm. Clinton's and it's like, mm-hmm. it's really fun. So if, if Rotman can have fun at Clinton's, I'm sure <laughs> the Ted Rotter school will like burn the place down. Like it's yeah. the best. <laughs> Um, three speed is good. If you want like a fancy night out, you should go to bar chef. Have you been to any of the game bars? So things like tilt, spin, tracker field. I have been to tilt. I have been to tilt. Oh, recently it got burned down. What? Yeah. You don't know know this? No. Yeah. It got burned down. I am not sure if they restarted it or not. There was a fire. It was bad. Uh, but like nobody got hurt. Breaking news here, friends. Right. It's well, this is a video game bar basically, yeah, and you could go and play whatever video games. It was so much fun. Well, like the entry is like five dollars or so. Yeah, it was if cheap. you have a jacket or a bag, two, three more dollars, and you just pay unlimited time. Well, I hope it comes back you know. because it was one of my favorite places to go. It's on Dundas it, West. It recently another... did. 
great yeah. spot. Okay, well, have you been to Spin though? That's the ping pong bar. I haven't been to Spin. There's a movie with Daniel Radcliffe, aka Harry Potter, called mm-hmm. The F Word, and it was all about um like he got friend zoned by this girl, and it was all set around Toronto. And there's this great iconic scene, and they play ping pong at Spin, okay. and it's uh, it's great. So if you ever get a chance okay. to go to Spin, go there. Well, um, what what I think is like you can give like great competition to block to you compared to like the oh I definitely I'll give them a run for their money <laughs> like what okay wait another theme of um places that I'm recommending before we like move on from this category is all of the breweries in town there's so many mm-hmm. good ones and then I always love going out to the like hotels so going out to the Gladstone for the Broadway hotel the Drake is always good too there's so many places I'm, like, I'm just so I can keep right going now. on and on and on and on and on <laughs> because this city has so many great places I'm gonna call it one last place and then move on have you heard of Stormcrow Manor? No, what's that? Sounds, this is a nerd bar. Sad. It's incredible. Like it's they do great things for like Game of Thrones and like Lord of the Rings and like yeah. if you are into fandom, you've got to make your way to Stormcrow Manor. It is All right. Where's that? Um it's on Wellesley. Yeah, it's on Wellesley. I don't know how. It's like the north end of the village. It's like really good. Okay. It's really right. fun. Okay, I'm moving on. Right. We're like, right. I'm right. I'm just such a chatter. I'm just like, go, go, go. <laughs> okay, um, moving along. Okay, arts and culture in Toronto. Have you done any fun museums or seen any cool arts and culture? Oh, the only the only thing I guess that was part of the arts and culture was the fringe thing that you organized. <gasps> yes. I guess I guess that's the only experience I have had with arts and culture here. I'm so happy that that was your experience though, because yeah. the Toronto Fringe Festival is one of Toronto's largest, if not the largest, theater festival. Mm-hmm in the city and what they do is it's a democratic theater festival they do a lottery and anybody can get in and the artists get to put on these incredible plays and one of the legacy projects out of the fringe festival is kim's convenience which is a show about a convenience store here starring the one and only chang chi aka simu liu so like the you know this is a community event exactly that like from this community theater grows some really wonderful talent and some really wonderful opportunities. And so during the summer, they have a thing called the fringe patio where we can all go out and then all of the bar like proceeds go to supporting the community and supporting the arts festival, which I think is wonderful. Like if I'm going to go out, I really want to make sure that it's giving back to our communities. So that's why I choose to go to more. Like I like you're noticing I'm listing off all these restaurants and I'm kind of I love going to local places. It matters to me that I know who the owners are. It matters to mm-hmm. me that, you know, we're giving back to the community. And that's where I think the arts and culture come into it for me. Makes How sense. can we support them? Yeah. And like fun fact, that was my first drag show experience too. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. That was the best. Because <laughs> again, it's a theater group. So at this yeah. particular place, they would always do different every night of the every night that the patio was open, there was something else happening. And they did a um it was drag cocktail hour so these drag queens were making okay, yeah. signature cocktails yeah. for everybody it was great it was great branding yeah, it was a lot was of fun good. yeah oh, yep. i'm so happy there's always a drag show the um gladstone does a really great drag queen brunch mm-hmm. if you're looking for something like that so more than happy to bring you all out to that that's a good time okay sounds good i got a list for like, you yeah yeah I, I just wanted to ask that like what would you recommend like if a person is coming here for the first time what are top three or top five places you would recommend them Great. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say. Number one, you've now moved here, get a library card because if you can get a library card, well, as Arthur says, having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. So here in Toronto, if you have a library card, it's really Mm -hmm. a ticket to the city because 
uh, they offer free passes to all of the museums with your library card. So you can go to your local branch of the library, you give your library card in, and they'll give you a pass to the ROM or the AGO or to the Battashu Museum or to the Museum of Contemporary Arts, like whatever it is, you can get free passes to all these museums by using your right. library card. So right. that, and in the library card is free for all citizens, like people who live in Toronto. Mm. So it is excellent. Get a library card. But if right. you don't get a library card, that's okay too. Um, the AGO on Wednesday nights is free. So it's a great place to go and check out on, on occasion on Fridays, they have this thing called Friday night live at the ROM. And it's like a huge, um, fundraiser and fun night out at the museum. I really like doing that. And then I'm also a huge fan of going to things like the four season center to listen to the opera company or the national sea national ballet production. You can go to Roy Thompson hall and see the Toronto symphony orchestra. And a lot of these places have student pricing, or if you're under 25, you can also get in for much cheaper. So mm -hmm. look around. Those are good things to do. And then there's always like Mervish there's soul pepper at TMU. You can always go for free and see the image gallery, which is awesome. Mm. I don't know. There's always something to do. Like I'm never bored in our city. Well, what's like the, uh, that museum? I forgot the name. It was it Royal Museum of Ontario. Yeah, that's the ROM. Sorry, I'm Rom, saying okay. these um, acronyms. acronyms you know yeah. what I'm okay, wait, let me back up. So I said the ROM, which is the Royal Ontario Museum. I said mm -hmm. the AGO, which is the Art Gallery of Ontario. Okay. I said the MOCO, Museum of Contemporary Arts. I think I said, I don't know if I said this, like TSO, which is the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, or the NBC, which is the National Ballet Company of Canada. Like, all right. People use acronyms here a lot. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, like, these are all the places in downtown Toronto? Like yeah, they're all really, really easy to get to. Okay, and then nice. my other, um, I was talking to a friend about this. So I was talking to a friend who's from New Zealand today and I was asking her, mm -hmm. what did you do when you first came over here? Like, what would you recommend? And she said, oh, you have to go to Second City and you have to take an improv class. Like, that's a great way to meet people. It's a great way to like expand your horizons. Oh, I love to do that. You should do it. You would love yeah. it. You'd have so much yeah. fun. And then also like improv in the city is fantastic as well. Like there's so many places along the Danforth and just, yeah, it's the best. Mm -hmm. nice. It's so good. Okay. Um, music. Are you a concert person? Oh shit! I one more thing. If I say I'm getting going to get a lot of you, I have never attended a concert. <gasps> we have <laughs> to go. Okay, wait. I'm gonna take you to a concert. We're gonna go. We're gonna make it happen. I want to. First off, if we're gonna go to a concert in yeah. Toronto, my favorite favorite venue is a summer only venue, and it's called the Budweiser Stage. It's near Ontario Place, and it's mm -hmm. an outdoor venue. You get cheap tickets. You sit on the lawn, and it is just the best. Really? I saw so many concerts okay. there this summer. It is. It's iconic. It's oh, like so have I'll have to, to wait for one whole year to attend that. No, venue. but we can go to other places. Like the Danforth Music Hall always has good shows. Drake just opened mm -hmm. a venue called History that I've heard amazing things about. Mm -hmm. We can go to a concert at the Horseshoe. The Horseshoe is like a very, very small venue. But Sounds like a nice name. Well, the Horseshoe is kind of iconic in the city because it's where a lot of bands come up. Like you can see a lot of bands that are up and coming. Um or smaller bands and then yeah i don't know i just i love the horseshoe this, this I think podcast it's a great is such a learning experience for me i'm learning so much about toronto right now i just love i love talking about my city and so i'm happy <laughs> to tell you about it um yeah. have you heard about the company so far no so far so far s-o-f-a-r so so far no. is a really cool it's international that's why i wondered i was like i wonder if you've heard of it and basically it happens around cities around the world and mm -hmm. artists you get you basically buy a surprise ticket you say yep i can go to a concert on this date you pay 25 bucks or it's, it's not that expensive and they tell you the general neighborhood but then they release the exact location 72 hours before the venue like before the event starts you okay. don't know who the artists are you just go and it's oh. a surprise concert and often it's people again people who are up and coming trying to you know make a name for themselves generate some buzz 
And so people like Billie Eilish came out of so far Bastille was doing it. Yeah. Like you can, you should go on the so far website and see their old YouTube videos because there's people who are like that it's their first ever concert or, or not first ever, but they're still very, very young and they're coming up and doing these awesome things. So it's a great way to see the city and it's a great way to get new music. So we'll go Mm -hmm. to a so far concert. That would be really Mm -hmm. fun. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Sports. Sports. I'll start like with sports. So there are two things which is not that like uh, it's not at all in India. There might be some small club somewhere. One is baseball and there is ice hockey. And I guess those are the two key things that Canada takes pride in. So I remember the first uh, MBSA event, Imperial Pub, Peter Gubert and Peter Milway, they were trying to teach me what baseball is. So I am from a country of cricket and cricket fanatics right so i was trying to make draw these similarities between cricket and baseball and my question was like if you hit the ball outside the stadium right it's a home run you still run correct that was my biggest question why because you deserve it you earned it you run baby you run like home run give us us the show like it's the best um yeah if you can get a home run go for it and you don't have to run that fast like i think if you walk that's actually that's rude. Like, I think you should be running a little bit, like a nice light jog. Like, haha, I just yeah, hit. I did it. Yeah. So the Jays are obviously a great way to go see a game, but I have mm-hmm. a sneaky tip for you. So okay. Christy Pitts Park in Toronto has a team called the Toronto Maple Leafs. And they're also, but not the, not the, they're not the hockey team. They're the baseball team that plays. Yeah. It's confusing. They let me confirm that. Okay. I'm like, so, I'm so blue Jays is like the baseball team, right? Yeah. And Maple Leafs is the hockey team. Correct. Team baseball. Wait, let me just confirm this. I'm not crazy to say. Yeah, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs baseball team. The Toronto Maple Leafs baseball team plays at Christie Pitts Park. And then the Toronto Maple Leafs hockey team plays at Scotiabank. It's confusing. Just go with it. So that, okay. But the Christie Pitts Maple Leafs play Mm -hmm. for free. You can go sit on the hill and watch the team play. And they are very, very good baseball players. Like this is um, a high level league, but you can Mm -hmm. go for free. So if you want to check it out, but I would also say the Blue Jays aren't that expensive. Like you can get a ticket for 20 bucks. Like something that is very expensive is getting a nice seat in a Raptors game. Oh, anything on hockey or basketball is going to be expensive. I think hockey is very, very expensive. If you want to see the Toronto Maple Leafs, Mm-hmm. early season games are cheaper than late season games. So that's a good tip. So go now versus later in the year, if you want to go see the yeah. Maple Leafs and the Raptors, you can still get a decent seat if you go up to the top, but definitely if you're going for a uh, lower seat, it can be expensive. This is where we shout yeah. out our friends who work at Maple Leaf sports and entertainment. Cause we do have a few <laughs> in the program and we ask them nicely if they have any discount <laughs> codes for us, because it is a, an experience. You'd want to go yeah, to one of yeah, these games, sure. but it is expensive. So, right. um, my tip for hockey, if you want to see a hockey game, but you don't have the money or the means or the connections to get into the Maple Leafs, mm-hmm. um, go see the Marlies. The Marlies are the next level down. And a lot of that you can say, I saw them play right before they made it big. So, and our Marlies team is quite good. They're excellent. They play at the Coliseum on there. Like a, they're a really good team to go watch. So go watch that. And shout out to the TMU bold. We have a lot of hockey players in our program and go watch them play. They play at, um, on campus. You Mm -hmm. can get tickets really easily with your student card and yeah, go cheer on our fellow NBA candidates. Like that's the way to do it. And they play really good hockey. Yeah. Nice. I also like watch this, um, uh, Toronto Argo 
yeah, you saw the Argos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you but know the, the cheer? Sad, the sad part is, the sad part is, I was there. That was that was the day where the new cohorts orientation yeah, was yeah. there. So I was there and Toronto was losing very bad. Then I decided, okay, let's like Isa, I and Heli, we all decided like, let's get out of here and go to the CNE. We went to CNE and later it was observed that turn of events, Toronto won. Football, you got to hold out. Yeah. It, things can change in a moment's yeah. notice. If you have clear eyes, full hearts, you can't lose. You know what I mean? Like if that yeah. is <laughs> what <Whoa>. happens, <laughs> do you know the reference I just made? Oh, whatever you're saying, it's very impactful to me. So I, I it don't should be. understand your reference. Full hearts can't lose. That's what you need to repeat to yourself. Clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. It's a Where Friday is this Night Lights coming from? reference. It's a TV show about football. Oh. Funny enough, in season two of Friday Night Lights, Coach Eric Taylor transferred out of the Dillon Panthers to go coach a team called TMU. And that's your TMU connection. All right. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, you can't. You never know what's going to happen with a football game. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know the cheer for the Argos? No. You have to go. Argos, and then you really? like, and it's nice and slow, yeah. And everybody does it. Argos. Why wasn't anyone doing the doing it that day then? Well, I don't know. If I was there, I would have yelled it. That's like the Maybe. thing that people do. Um, I was. That was the last week of August, right? Yeah. Second last week of August, I was. Yeah. Vo- I volunteer with a camp for kids who have been affected by childhood cancer. So mm-hmm. I was up running our. We we have we're not running. I but I was the stand up paddleboard instructor which is super fun um, <laughs> up in Muskoka. Yeah. Um, working with our kiddos who have lost a sibling to cancer. So it's an organization called campfire circle. So I would have been at the game, but I was busy doing that. And that's actually a really great segue because one of the best things about the city is there's so many wonderful organizations to get involved with and volunteer yeah. with. And I would really encourage anybody to get off campus and get out there. So I volunteer with girl guides of Canada. So I'm a girl guide leader, or if you know, girl scouts or boy scouts or anything like that, that's kind of one of the things I do. I have this camp for kids with cancer that I work with called campfire circle. And there's just so many different organizations like near campus. You can get involved with something like covenant house. You can do, um, you know, there's the daily bread food bank. They would love your support and help with different things. There's so many organizations in the city. We're so close to the hospitals. If you're interested in Mm -hmm. volunteering with any of them, um, the pandemic has definitely slowed some of the volunteering down, but reach out because I think that's one of the best ways to meet new people. That's what I did when I moved to England is I got really involved and volunteered over there. So it's a great way to make friends yeah. and people who are not necessarily in the program. So yeah, that's a good that's thing true. to do. That's yeah. True. Um, okay. So last category here, cause we talked about sports. We've talked about concerts. We talked about all the places to eat. Last thing I want to talk about, actually I have two more things to talk about. I lied. Two more things. <laughs> One is, um, shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Any good places yeah. to shop in the city. What do you like? To yes. Do? Yes. So firstly, if you really want to like uh, do shopping, so winter is coming, you want to get a nice winter jacket so that you are safe and sound here and you want something that like takes you through the minus 30s and minus 40s. So wait for the Black Friday sale. You'll get great discounts like 50%, 60% off and you can get great. That's what I got. I got like a $600 jacket for $250 due to the Black Friday sale. Uh, uh, Eddie Bauer. Oh, Eddie Bauer. Eddie Bauer is excellent. Yeah, yeah. I got that at Eaton Center. Yeah. But like, yeah, so like there are key malls here. There is Yorkdale Mall here at Yorkdale. There is Eaton Center right beneath our mm-hmm. uh, building, uh, T- TMU. Now these are the t- two here in Toronto that are key. Then there is Vaughn Mills at Vaughn. And that's Did you go to Bass Pro Shop? I haven't. I, f- I feel that I have, I, after talking to you, I feel like I haven't been like exploring Toronto a bit. So Stick many- with me, kid. I'll, like, I would <laughs> love to, there's, but there's, again, there's too many things to do here. 
that is true i guess I, again i have only been here for 10 months i have more years with me to explore all these places but yeah and then if you are in mississauga you can visit square one obviously it's like, great yeah that's what it okay um you said eddie bauer any other like specific stores you like to go into oh okay so like the, i guess the most budget friendly for international students would be h&m zara here. okay yeah classic h&m zara I really love Uniqlo. Recently, I have fallen in love with Uniqlo. I am obsessed with Uniqlo. <laughs> obsessed. One of our classmates. I don't know if you have met with her. Her name is Jameson. Jameson. Okay, Matthew. I know Jameson. Shout she, out to she Jameson. Recommended Uni- <laughs> she recommended Uniqlo to me, and when she recommended that time, I did not. But once I started buying my stuff at Uniqlo, I am a fanboy now. I love Banana Republic too, but that's oh, yeah. expensive. If you Banana want cheap, Republic, you can go to Vaughn Mills. Gap and Old Navy are all part of the same brand. Part of the same, yeah. So sometimes you can. find similar clothes at each of the different stores. Yeah. So if you want to yeah. go budget friendly but you want the same kind of thing, just look at what old navy selling. Look at what yeah, it's like, like come down a level. Yeah, the lowest would be old navy then cap and I guess then when our public. Yeah. The, But it's great yeah. and if you're looking for like a nice suit, a nice um crisp white shirt, Zara is want... a good place to go. Yeah, so like I want a suit right now because the convocation is right about the corner. So Sure. I'm planning to. So, what recommendation would you have for me to purchase a get great suit? I think Banana Republic is like a good spot to go. Honestly, mm-hmm. they have like good, clean work gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask be, around. Okay, I'm going to actually put yeah. this out to them. There's a lot, a lot of men in this program. <laughs> Where do we get a suit in this city? Where nice are your suit. best bets? I I have this question for Samir Badla. He always has great suits, so I guess he can answer this. Okay, shout out. to smear let us know where we should buy a suit that's what we got to right. find out right. okay um what i can answer though for you is some of the things that like women shop in in this country mm-hmm. um aritzia is kind of the gold standard for toronto girlies everybody you'll notice it everybody wears the exact same thing and it's all from aritzia <laughs> like we all have the same blundstone shoes it's the black puffer coat it's like the lulu bag it's head to toe aritzia it's ridiculous but it is just the way that people work so um yeah check out lululemon it's a great canadian brand uh aritzia is another canadian brand there's just like some really great spots to go shopping books indigo is a great place to buy if you're looking for if you're readers but there's also a lot of independent shops like um the queen street bookstore type is a really fantastic independent bookstore have you bought a pair of root sweatpants yet no 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 do you know about root sweatpants i don't know what that is they are the most comfortable sweatpants you'll ever own Really? Roots R O O T S okay. Roots. You oh, got to buy okay. her Roots okay. sweat salt Noted. and pepper sweatpants. They're fantastic. <laughs> specifically, they're the good one. All right. And then I need to I, I need to like a day out with you and taking me to all these places. I will. I will. I'll take you all out. Okay, wait. Um if in the winter you want to go shopping for your like apartment, you want to get some like nice like Toronto posters or prints and things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to check out the one of a kind show. It happens for 2 weeks right around the kind of like the Christmas holidays and it mm-hmm. happens at the X and it's this massive massive trade show all with local artists and local crafters it's just incredible you can always buy really really lovely cards and gifts and really authentically like Toronto Canadian things i would highly highly recommend checking out the one of a kind show right and um, right. yeah so that's my tips for shopping i'm mm-hmm. sure there's more again Anybody out there who's listening to this podcast right now and is going, you missed my favorite store. I'm going to create a Google document. It's going in the link tree. We'll send it out to all of you. I hope you'll um fill it up for us. Okay. Yeah. Canada is known for our green space. We're known for all of the trees, yes. and the mountains and the water and the that the other. But if you're downtown Toronto, if you're at Young and Dundas, 
it doesn't look like that at all. <laughs> That's true. But there is a lot of green space. And I'm wondering if you found any good green space. Yeah, I was lucky enough to visit High Park during Sakura. That is the cherry blossom season. And it was so beautiful. I loved it. That was the first time I witnessed cherry blossoms. It was so great. And High Park is huge. The first thing is I was about to meet a bunch of folks from the cohort there. And I was at the entrance from the Kiel station. And the, uh, and my friends were on the opposite side. And when I said, I'm, I might walk there. And the walking time was one hour for me. So I guess it's huge. That whole park is huge. And it's very beautiful. You would see great things there. People walk their dogs, their pets there. It's it's beautiful. And the one park that you were mentioning right before this, Christy Pitts Park. I yeah, guess they I love- do a lot of, a lot of um, open movie, open night, movie nights there. Okay, this I'm so happy you're shouting this yeah. out um, because it's an amazing organization called the Toronto Outdoor Picture Show. And they mm-hmm. do movies in the park at a bunch of different parks over the city. So they do it in Corktown Commons. They do it at Fort York. They do it at Christie Pitts. That's where it started. Um, right. There's another location that I'm blanking on. Uh, but regardless, you can go on their Instagram or their website, the Toronto Outdoor Picture Show. And from basically like late June all the way through till about September, they'll do a movie in a park and they play the best stuff. I went and saw a league of their own this summer. Traditionally, what they do is they show a short film from a local artist and then yeah. they show like a classic film, something that makes everybody super happy. Like yeah, this year on the yeah. list, there was Cabaret. There was Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio, um, a league of their own. Josie and the Pussycats, which which hilarious. Yeah. They had just yeah. like all different kinds of movies. They do a lot of the old classics, like Cabaret, Singing in the Rain. Mm. Chrissy yeah. Pitts is fun. There's like lots it's of good fun. things it's going fun. on. Yeah, yeah. And there is a small place you can play soccer there. Yep. It's a sm- small soccer place here. For sure. Um, there's like so many good places to go to. So some of my top tips would be take a trip to the Toronto Islands. Have you How been to the Islands? That? How, How could you that miss that? Here? Yeah, tell us How all about it. So great. So it was one of the one more MBSA events that we organized. We went to Center Island, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. And it was great. So you can take a ferry from Harbor Front. It's very cheap. You go there in like a few minutes, you read in 15 minutes time, you reach the islands. And the moment you are in the islands, it's like the vibe, the aura of the islands is great. You feel like you're outside the city and not that far too. And you see the Lake Ontario right there. Then you can just sit there, play music, have like nice, nice picnic, nice entire day there you can really get lost on the islands forever there are um houses people live on the toronto islands oh i don't know this there's houses and there's a school so there's a k-6 school and when i was in grade six me and my classmates went over to the toronto islands and we spent three days living there and it was just the best thing ever and so they have a outdoor ed school at the toronto Mm -hmm. islands if you're into ghost stories, head over to the Toronto Islands. There's I love a ghost wonderful stories. ghost story about the a lighthouse there. So do you do you have time right now? I want I would want to know that. Maybe we'll save it for our Halloween episode. Because I definitely good. think there are some good I love Toronto to ghost that. stories. I love to listen to that. Well, there's yeah. a lot of t- Toronto ghost walks. So that's another good thing to do seasonally. If you're looking for something to do this fall, there's a lot mm-hmm. of good Toronto ghost walks. Um, again, you can go like apple picking, go to pumpkin fest, do some corn mazes. There's lots of good things to kind of doing out and about outside in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Um, okay. So last, some other places I would recommend, have you been to, uh, the brickworks? No. Do you know about the brickworks? The brickworks no. is old factory where they used mm-hmm. to make bricks and they would excavate all of this clay out of the ground. And then they decided that no longer needed to do that. A lot of the old houses in Toronto are made with bricks that have come from the brickworks. Mm-hmm. It kind of sat there for a little while and then the city turned it into a park and it has since become a bit of a, like it's a conservation area now, basically. They filled it in. There's beautiful ponds, there's hiking trails. Mm-hmm. There's a farmer's market every Saturday. 
people do weddings there. It's very expensive wedding venue, but it's a gorgeous space. Highly recommend going down to the brickworks on a Saturday. That's my hot tip. Why Saturday? Because that's when they have the farmer's market. So there's lots of food and things to do in the winter. They have a skating rink down there. Mm-hmm. there's always something to do with the brick. I love the brickworks. I could like rage about it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard about the Aga Khan museum? No, it is gorgeous. And it's another place for, if you're looking for green space and just like, just a really interesting spot to be out of the city, check that out. Um, I'm also a huge fan of walking along the waterfront. So going along, whether it's down to Cherry Beach or the beaches, um, you can walk along Sugar Beach, you can walk along, you know, all along the waterfront to the music garden, keep yeah. going out to Ontario Place. Yeah, There's yeah. Uh, Trillium That's, Park, uh, Maryland Belt. Like it just goes on forever. There's this whole green belt all along the water. Yeah. I rented a city bike once and I just went from Harbourfront to Ontario Place. The whole, the whole cycling trail is just beautiful. That's a good tip. Do you want to tell people about city bikes? Yeah, like there are Metrolink city bikes here. You can just download the Metrolink app and you can like um, rent like a cycle for bicycle for around $350 or so for 30 minutes. And that's what you get. Every 30 minutes, you just have to be, be make sure that before 30 minutes, you are just parking that bike somewhere else. But like, it's it's very convenient. It's not that all bikes are not, not always that good, but but like, it, it's a great thing. If you, if you love cycling, especially in summers, that's the best thing to do. That's what I did most of my summer. I did a lot of cycling. A lot of people will grab a bike to get from point A to point B. And then yeah, the best part yeah. is you can just leave it and then you can subway home or you can, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's very convenient. It's great. I love it. Um, cool. Okay. Well, we've gone over time. We've talked for too long. We were going <laughs> to talk for like 20 minutes. I think we've gone on for an hour and yeah. I'm going to edit this down hopefully a little bit. Um, yeah. What have I missed? Any other good tips for people who are coming away, coming into Toronto for the first time? I guess I want to say one thing for everyone who's here. Try to travel as much as you can using the TTC. So line one, that's what I did because that's when you will start loving the city once you are traveling here as a local and the TTC is not that tricky. It's very simple. Once you have the map, always have the map on your cell phone. So whenever you're traveling from point A to point B, take the subway, take the streetcar, whatever, just always check that in the map. Once you do that for a few times, you would be like, okay, now I know the city. And that's when you become familiar with the city. The fear element goes away because you're away from your places. And that's what I did. And I love that. So now any place I have to go, just TTC, subway, anything, just get on to Google Maps, know which station you have to get on to. And the more you travel, the better. There is line one, line two, so much. But I will leave that for you to explore. It's the best. I think that's a great yeah. recommendation. Yeah. Um, Anything you're looking forward to exploring this year? The Everything that you just said throughout <laughs> the podcast? I'm going to listen to podcast multiple times. I'm going to make diligent, diligent note, notes for everything. And I'm going to plan everything. So from here on, I'm going to plan trips based on your recommendations and I am going to come across as cool. I will be that cool friend who knows stuff. I would not say that I'm the coolest person in the world, but I would say that I've lived here for a long time. Okay. Well, we talked way too long. (laughs) Tell the people how they can get in touch with you. Can they reach out to you on LinkedIn? Are you on Twitter? Like what, what you've earned a desperation minute. How can people support (laughs) you in your work? Can I follow? I think you have a podcast yourself. Tell us about I have all your one, things. I have one too. I have one too. So like I started this podcast with my best friend who's in studying in Northeastern University in Boston. Uh, so we are still doing it consistent. Every Saturday, we come up with a video and all on all audio platforms, obviously, Spotify, Google, through Anchor. 
and we do the video part two for YouTube. It's called Mind Fest. The idea was that we always say that at the end of every podcast, let's celebrate the power of our minds. So that's the idea of that podcast. And thank you for mentioning that. It's a great shout out. From the cohort, I guess we have interviewed, uh, not interviewed, had a conversation with Samir Bhatla, talked about his sports journey there. So again, a double shout out for Samir. But yeah, so that was a podcast. So uh, we do content both in the Wait, language. Wait, say that again. That What's your podcast called? One more time. It's called Mind Fest. Mind Fest. Got it. Mind Fest. Yes. So yeah. So we do content both in Hindi, which is one of the languages spoken in India and in English. So there are multiple content there. We are trying to mix it up, alternate it out and yeah, that's the plan. So if you want to support me, if you enjoyed the conversation so far, I would suggest please give a follow to MindFest podcast too. Okay. And then um, if they want to ask you about things about the MBA, because you're graduating. This is so exciting. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. So October 13th is the convocation. So I'm officially done with the program. Congratulations. I feel a little... Thank you so much. Although I'm very happy that I've graduated. I am a little jealous with the new cohort because they are getting to attend all these in-person great events and everything. I might sneak up to one of those classes just there and attend the lectures maybe. But yeah. You're going to stick into the lectures? <laughs> yeah, I would love to do that when I don't have to do any assignments, but just participate in the class. I guess that's the fun part. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. So like if anybody has to reach out to me, my email ID is simple. It's my first name dot last name at the ryerson.ca. You can sure. hit me up on LinkedIn. Just search Abhishek Sena, Ryerson or TMU. You would find my account. And if you want to give me a follow on Instagram, it's Abhishek Sena 17. That's about Got it. it. All <laughs> the ways to get in touch with you. Well, yes. thank you so much for taking all of your time this evening talking to me. Um, <laughs> We're going to get this out. And thanks yeah. friends for listening today. Yeah, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you so much, Paula. You are a great host. Okay, so big thanks to Abhishek for coming onto the pod this week. That was so much fun. I really enjoyed getting through and talking about all the things that make Toronto so special. You know, as we said, we're going to create a Google Doc so that if you have an at Ryerson email, so if you are a current TMU MBA student, you can add your suggestions of things to do here in Toronto to that document and help everybody else out figuring out what we should do in this dynamic city. So that's going to be in our link tree in the show notes. So make sure you check that out. And huge thanks to all of you for listening to that whole episode. The Young and Dundas podcast is produced and hosted and edited by me, Paula Sanderson. And as always, you can always reach out to me about the pod or anything else you want to say by emailing me at paula.sanderson at ryerson.ca. Or you can always find me on Twitter at Paula underscore sand. Thanks everyone for listening and I'll see you all in class. Yeah. Yeah.